Now arriving downtown Santa Monica Station. Hey Adam, it's time for notes on your notes. I'm Adam Lesser. And I am Joshua Townsend Zellner. Welcome to Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling. I just said the I am state. I said, and I am Joshua Townsend Zellner. Are you, I know you prefer the action state yeah. of the choice state. Yeah. Does that include your name? Like, Do well, you feel uncomfortable being like, I'm Josh Townsend? I just became, I, I had an awareness and I was like, wow, I just said I am. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um. You had an internal awareness yourself, and mm-hmm. then I jumped in with an outside perspective saying, hey, Josh, mm-hmm. remember when you talked about how you prefer making statements about choosing things? Like, yeah. you don't like to say I'm vegan, but I eat vegan. I eat a vegan diet, right. You know, like, and, and, it, and it also talks about you know the, um, the, the emotional states, like I am sad, or I am happy, or I am depressed. It's like, you know, I'm experiencing depression right now. It's a very different sensation than evoking yeah. the I am. You're less attached. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're less attached to like, this is me. From the ego. This is temporary. Yeah, exactly. So I want to talk about something about today on today's episode. Yeah, let's talk about that. Which has to do with outside perspective. Oh, so, okay. So I'm going to talk to us about the value of getting an outside perspective on your work mm-hmm. and then how to handle that mm-hmm. without losing your center. That's a so, great, that's a great balance. Yeah. Yeah. So where do we begin? Where do we begin? Let's get some perspective on this, Adam. And where do we begin? Yeah. This is what it comes down to for me. Okay. In my own writing and in my, the writing of many other people I know, mm-hmm. they have only so much perspective on what's going on in their story. And at some point they have to go and hand that over to other people and say, can you guys help me out and tell me? What's going on here? What's working? What's not working? What you're feeling as you read this? Mm-hmm. Historically, everyone has done this. People have had editors, had mm-hmm. producers. Mm-hmm. In the visual world, people have painting critiques. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people have always gotten feedback. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally I meet people who don't do this. And I would say sometimes in my own life, I'm guilty of not getting, I have at times been guilty of not getting enough of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just want to talk about when is it time to get an outside perspective on the creative work you're doing Mm -hmm. and how to handle that outside perspective. And because it's really insightful into the type of artist you are. For example, I know some people who don't actually like getting outside notes because it's not always fun. Meaning people are going to point out things that are not working and then you have to work on them uh-huh. and that's unpleasant. Yes. Uh, and they prefer the state of the creative state of just that first expression of discovering the story. They just want to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's perfectly okay. I think that's actually great. I mm-hmm. think it's a wonderful place to, I think human expression is a basic need. Mm-hmm. I only think that those people get into trouble when they then want 
that work to be received to some larger audience. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about my rule of thumb thumb for a feature script or even a pilot script. So I want to ask you what you think about this because I know you don't like hard numbers. I don't think you're going to like this example. Okay. But on a like to, to get to a polished feature script, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like somewhere between like 15 to 25 drafts mm-hmm. and three or four rounds of notes from three to five people. Mm-hmm. Does that seem ballpark like what you like in the range of what you think is normal? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not it's not it's reasonable. It's a reasonable that's a reasonable perspective to hold in relationship to what could be coming down the turnpike. Yes. I mean, basically what I'm saying is that means that on your book, your script, whatever you're working on, and this is long form. Long form is much yeah. more. Com- Short form yes. is much easier to pull off something quickly. I know that you know. There's a yes. point in my life where I wrote a weekly column for four years. Yes. Uh, you don't have that kind of time, and also it's you know, six hundred to fifteen hundred words is a different game than yes. you know five thousand to a hundred thousand. Yeah. This is a long form project that we're talking about. Yeah. Yes, I'm with you. So basically, that means you write, you write, you write. You give it to five people. Mm-hmm. They say, Josh, we love this character and this dialogue, and this is really working really well. Mm-hmm. We're really kind of bored here. We don't understand why this character is doing this here. Mm-hmm. We don't really understand her motivation. Why don't you go work on that? So you go work on that. You have a conversation. You do development. You write another draft, probably mm-hmm. another three or four drafts, and then you bring it back. And you do this three to five times. And when you get to the end, you've probably written about twenty drafts. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a complex, long-form project. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I use the word outside perspective at the beginning of when we we're talking because I think it is really hard to do this by yourself. Right? It's very hard to see and really feel the responsiveness of a large group of people when it's just you. And when you only know your characters in a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, and you don't completely see that the choice they're making at some point is really predictable and is in some respects lacking in any sort of suspense for the audience. For example, Mm -hmm. common thing that happens, Mm -hmm. this happens and this happens and this happens. Mm -hmm. So, I guess it's just an avocation to people to reach out. I think there's a secondary benefit of not feeling alone because long form projects are hard. You feel Mm -hmm. really alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can. And this could be an avocation to find community. And I guess the other thing I would say is um, it's a way for you to also assess for yourself what is true and what is not true for you. Because some people are going to come back with notes that are not necessarily mm-hmm. pointing towards the kind of story or the vision you have. And you're going to have to develop a boundary around that, which I think is a healthy thing to say, look, I don't want this to go in a sci-fi direction. And I don't think this character wants to go, go down that road. However, I'm willing to accept that if you're bored enough to be making that suggestion, that I need to maybe look at how do I make this character more engaging and compelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of saying like, I don't need to necessarily uh, take every note in its literal way, but I'm willing to sort of listen. And that's, I think hard. Some people don't want to listen to it at the same right. Some people hear the criticism and they're like, Oh, everyone's right. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else can fix my script for mm-hmm. me and my, my book, my art piece, my mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think that this is 
something that people need to develop but it's like kind of like developing your center a little bit around your creativity where you're uh, you can welcome in uh suggestions and constructive criticism without losing yourself Mm -hmm. without going to a place of this is terrible this will never work without going to a place of it's genius and no one else knows no one else gets it my Mm -hmm. vision's brilliant Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. without having to go to any of these extreme places but like huh what are people seeing here Mm -hmm. and so and i don't think this is necessarily that easy you know I don't think it's, you know, I don't think anyone necessarily does it intuitively. And it takes development time. It takes going around. The most important thing is to find people you trust who are supporters of your work, who can give you criticism, and who don't just only give you criticism. But I think it's, you know, whenever I'm giving people feedback, I have to point out what's working because I want them to do more of that. I have to positively reinforce. Mm-hmm. Really important for people to ask questions as opposed to give things that you should do yes um what are you trying to do here you know in this in this beat when he comes in and asks her da 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 what are you trying to create exactly what's pushing this forward help the person think mm-hmm. help them think through the project they're working on and the story they're trying to tell because that'll get them to another level, which is why does it matter so much to them It'll connect them to their motivation. What are, mm-hmm. what are they trying to express in that character, mm-hmm. in that art piece, in that film, in that music, you know? Mm-hmm. And not in a hyper-conscious way that takes them out of the creative process, but more in a way that says, hey, let's talk about what, you know, what would work here. Like, when you're, like you're really good at this, and I've used this mm-hmm. exercise with other writers. It's like, mm-hmm. like okay, we've, we've gotten to the heart of what the character wants. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Now let's write down 10 behaviors Mm. that are expressions of that character, Mm -hmm. of that desire. And so now you've actually kind of like worked with someone to try to bring them to a new discovery, a new learning, Mm -hmm. rather than, why doesn't the character do this in this situation? Maybe that would work. Or, (laughs) you know, I'm just totally bored here, which is actually not a terrible note, but not a super helpful note. Right. It's it's a helpful note in the sense of like if if you can interpret that note, yeah, it's it's helpful. And and if it's and if it's hyper if it's hyper consistent, if everyone says page thirty seven, I'm I don't know what's going on. Exactly. That's why more than one person. Yeah. Don't only, don't get locked into the opinion. You know, it's interesting. There's this guy Gordon Lish who was an editor. Um, I believe he had workshops in New York City, but I guess he's most famous for being Raymond, the short story writer, Roman Carver's editor for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of these stories of people who he kind of needed many years to recover from taking his workshops because mm-hmm. he was very harsh. He had a big reputation. He's considered deeply instrumental in shaping. Carver was this um, minimalist writer who wrote these really, really tight, beautiful short stories. Um, and What's interesting to me about that story is like that he became the only person they trusted. They gave all their power to him. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to do that either. Mm-hmm. And then for some of them, it worked. For mm-hmm. Carver, and it's interesting for Carver, it, he had a huge career. But even so, if you look at his his notebooks, he towards the end of his career felt that it was too much. He was being pushed too, in too sparse, spare, minimalist direction. And his his stories towards the end of his life were actually more lush. Hmm. for Carver and Hmm. he stepped away from this person who Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. had really in a lot of ways helped support make him famous 
but I, I'm, I digress slightly just to no, say... No, no, you're not. You're not. That's really important. That's Frankenstein. Yeah, to say that, like, I don't care how famous or well-known the person giving you notes is. Listen and try and experiment, but don't completely give your power to them. Curious. Yes. The sessions, the sessions hopefully will spark curiosity and creativity. Yeah. You know, because the problem, the problem just means you haven't brought enough creativity to, to that moment. Yeah. Like one of the, one of the tools I work with is make it go another way. In a scene. Yeah. In a scene. Yeah. So we assume that this is the choice the character is going to make, but I want you to make this character make another choice. Yeah. Make it go another way. That is way. also consistent with their motivation and desire. To open up, to open up the perspective, to open up what's possible, to open up uh, options, because there's an option that every character has in that moment, in that beat, of it going two ways. One is I could leave and slam the door, and the other is I could stay and hash it out. Yeah. And if I never execute on the on the option that's not chosen, it doesn't feel like an option. Right. So, curiosity. Let's just say curiosity which leads to creativity, which leads to more options is what I want to open up when I work with people on both sides of that street, not just someone having a point of view and hammering it into me. Do you have suggestions for people who feel like they want that support group of, of feedback? I mean, sometimes it's as simple as forming a writing group or a creative music group or you, you know, it's even interesting. There's this, online collaboration called the herd i believe it is which mm. is like eight or ten podcast producers mm. and i think they have a weekly call or something but basically they agree to listen to their each other's stuff and give each other notes but you know it's like building out that community a little bit and i think you know and i would say in the writing world i think it's also super helpful to give your work to people who are non-professionals because mm-hmm. yeah. you get a different kind of feedback you just get well this was okay and this wasn't you know you get you get the actual the end audience yeah because that's who it's going to yeah ultimately yeah it is important to have non-pros look at it yeah who have not spent too much their entire life being analytical about story for example it's not that that doesn't have value but they have a very different perspective yeah it was good i liked it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) or it's usually a great gut check for like oh my god i loved when this character yeah i've had that where they're like yeah this is okay but you have this like secondary character i just every time they're in a scene it really lit it up Mm. And I'm like, oh, I don't really think about that character, mm. mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes they can point out things just from like a, this is what I'm experiencing perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out this one group I heard about as people get together and they follow this protocol of how to give and receive notes. Uh, and it's like a, it's a cultural thing that's happening. Um, Annette, uh, Annette up in um, Annette Lucas. Uh, up in uh, uh, Portland, Portland area. She was mentioning it to me, so I'll I'll find out what that group is, what it's called, and they have a website, and I will put it in the show notes. But but it's it's very sensitive. The reason why I didn't respond right away is it's very sensitive, like as to who you give your material to, and if you're if you're gonna just give it out, then you then you have to become a little insensitive, mm-hmm. um, so that uh, it doesn't it doesn't infect you because it, it can infect you notes yeah yeah and you get home and you go home in those notes and there's a stack of notes there and you don't know necessarily what to do differently i think that's can be overwhelming and it's a lot of it is just saying okay let's look at this note one page and one scene at a time like mm-hmm. okay 
if I thought about this differently, how might I rewrite this? Because that can be overwhelming. And yeah, you do have to, I don't really like this term thick skin so much as like, because for me, it's been more about letting myself off the hook from needing to be good. Right. So that that would be your self-awareness, which is taking, with all due respect, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. (laughs) Have you noticed that, Adam? Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, and so to, for you, for sure, to alleviate that pressure mm. is going to just open you up and make you more creative and take more risks and have more fun and actually show up more. Because when you have that kind of mm, pressure riding on you, it's really hard to have a good time in the process of creating. I agree. I agree. So for you, I would say absolutely. Yep. Taking that pressure off is such a beautiful thing. Yeah, and, and I felt better just listening to you talk about it. <laughs> I was like, "What if I did that?" Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be freeing? Wouldn't that be opening for you? Well, I think about that when I when I get on stage to tell a story. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of pressure, and mm-hmm. I think everybody feels mm-hmm. that. But yeah, yeah, I I imagine this possibility where I go out there and I'm just exploring. I think it's easier when my friends are not in the audience. <laughs> And they're like, and my friends, uh, whose value opinions I value and who themselves are all really successful at what they do. I think that's part of it. You know, it's do, comparison. Do, do, we, do we talk about pressure for you, Adam? Do yeah. we, do we talk about that? Yeah. yeah. So, so the character's putting more pressure on themselves by, by assigning that to, to his friends. Yeah. Because if it's not your friends, it'll be critics. If it's not your critics, it could be someone who could give you a job. There's always going to be an opportunity to, to create someone in the audience that's going to that's the thing we talked about in one of our previous episodes about diminishing your level of self-expression and you see here's the thing is that when you're creative and you're creating in the moment for the moment you can create your audience to be your advocate yes you can create your audience to be to be someone who wants to see you take risks and to grow and if i turn them into that one of the first questions i ask is who are you talking to? Right. And since it's all created, all of life is created. Do you know the seven C's is created? Anyway, everything's created. Like when we say the seven C's, there is no seven C's. Man just made it up. Some 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 guy or girl made up a name and assigned the C's don't exist. To a body of water. Yeah, it's a body of water. Anyway, um, we all create. So if you're going to create your audience, you might as create your audience to be supportive and, and wanting you to take risks as opposed to so being just like imagine them cheering you on. Well, turn it into someone real from your life that's actually that really is that way. So you create that feeling inside of it's, you so that you can get up there and and take more. Yeah, and I want to say I want to put in a pitch for people give you notes. Try to have at least some people in there who are your cheerleaders. Yeah, particularly because there is a version of people who can take notes, but also need encouragement. I think that's a lot of people like mm-hmm. they're willing to do the work, but they mm-hmm. just need also to be, um, encouraged mm-hmm. so they don't give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really important quality in a teacher. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of it as mm-hmm. a teacher mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a generous place to be. Uh, and it's a caring place to be. I, to this day, I don't love it when my when I see other friend writers just take apart other people's writing and it's not that they aren't right. You know, it's just that it's not, that's not going to be 
one of two things happens. The person shuts down and they say, oh, this person doesn't understand. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Not true. <laughs> okay, that's option one. Option uh-huh. two is the person takes all the notes and says, oh my God, I'm terrible. This will never be good. Mm-hmm. Why work on it? Option three is this is just an elevated human being who's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to take what works. This person doesn't like it. I mm-hmm. have, And I do know people like that, but I do think, and I think it's great. It's a great way to be. They're the minority in my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because we tend to go to the binary. We tend to go to the extreme in terms of our emotional responses. So I just want to end on just saying, have the courage to get an outside perspective. Choose broadly more than one person. And um, use it as a way to connect with other people, as a, other artists mm-hmm. and other people. And, and to stake a claim to your identity, like this is what I do. And, you know, I want my, my friends, my to see me like this by saying, Hey, I do this kind of work right on. Choose someone on, you wouldn't think to give something to and say, Hey, can you tell me what you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can even ask people, how does it make you feel? And that way you can get out of the, you know, the thinking process. Well, that's another thing. My, um, I looked at two cuts from a friend's documentary recently and he actually sent over six questions. He had cut two versions of, uh-huh. the, of the opening of the documentary. Uh-huh. And he said, this is what I want you to look at. Great. And he gave instructions. And I wrote him back what I thought. And then he called me. And then we had a 15-minute conversation. And it was really productive. You know, he was clear. So, And that's further along the line. He's cut many, many versions of it. And mm-hmm. he's looking for specific things at this point mm-hmm. and feedback. But, you know, it's okay to send them. I always send questions. Like, you know, where were you bored? Where were you engaged? Mm-hmm. You know, like I will send a list of questions. So there's also different points of development too that I would want people to be aware of because sometimes you really are looking at like what is this story really about, and then at a certain point, through the work you're doing on drafts, it should be pretty solid. Like, no, yeah. this is this is what the story is about for sure. And then you get more into like, mm, is this character tracking? Yeah. You know, am I able to follow their inner life doing through the external expression? And then hopefully there's more and more refinement. But you do want to revisit the, the, the all the layers. Mm. Um, but as you go, you should be you should be feeling like you're 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 gaining on it. You're refining. Yeah, yeah. refining, defining, and, and you're getting more specific in your questions sometimes. Yes. yes, yes. This has been awesome. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. There you can get updates about new episodes as well as. Uh, insights from Joshua on social about stories to look at videos to look at what you can learn from it all of the insights uh, and you can also email us at notes in your notes at gmail.com with an idea for a story or, uh, excuse me a show or a question we're always happy to look it at the music on the show is courtesy of Kevin McLeod the sound and editing is courtesy of me we'll talk to you next week